This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Alex Tai. And I'm Alice Dempster. It's Monday the 17th of April. In your squiz today, fighting erupts in Sudan, calls for Indigenous child protection, Fox News is on trial, and rise of the robot birds. This is your squiz today. In Sudan, opposing military groups began fighting over the weekend, with civilians said to be sheltering in place and armoured vehicles and gunfire in the streets of the capital city, Khartoum. It's hard to get exact numbers, Alice, but hundreds of people have been injured so far, and at least 50 have been killed. Yeah, so to understand this conflict, we do have to get into the recent history of Sudan, Alex, which is really quite a story. The country had been ruled by an authoritarian dictator named President al-Bashir for 30 years up until 2019. That was when there were big protests in the country that forced him out. There was then a period where the civilian leaders and the military had a power-sharing agreement to transition Sudan to democracy over the course of a couple of years, but that dream was really dashed in 2021 when two military leaders joined forces and carried out a coup. That pair has held power over the country since, but there's been tensions between the two that have been climbing in recent months. And like you said, it's that tension that led to the internal warfare over the weekend. The names of those military leaders are General Al-Burhan and Lieutenant General Hamdan, and they are both blaming each other for the escalation in the fighting. Meanwhile, international leaders have expressed alarm over the fighting and are calling for de-escalation. Yeah, that's right. And another complicating factor is that Sudan had become a kind of proxy front in the battle for influence between Western nations and Russia. The Russian mercenaries known as the Wagner Group, which we've mentioned on the podcast a few times before, run a gold operation in Sudan. And Russia's foreign ministry has called for immediate steps towards a ceasefire. The US Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, also said that he was deeply concerned by the violence and he's also called for negotiations to end the fighting. Yes, and over the last couple of months, the US has been involved in efforts to have those two military leaders return control of Sudan back to the civilian government. Mm. Now it looks like those hopes for democracy are on hold. The political argy-bargy over Indigenous children looks to be continuing this week as Northern Territory politicians outline two competing visions for supporting Indigenous families. Yeah, so we talked last week about Coalition leader Peter Dutton's visit to Alice Springs and his claims of what he called rampant child abuse going on there. The country Liberal Senator Jacinta Price doubled down on those claims over the weekend, Alex. She says that the federal government should take over foster care in the territory to protect Indigenous children from sexual abuse. 
But the NT police minister was quick to come out and say that Price's claims have no evidence. And Labor's Marion Scrimger also says that the claims are irresponsible and publicity-seeking. Yes, and Marion Scrimger said that whenever there are cases of child neglect, the Territory should have a system of managed family incomes like they do in Queensland and a coordinated effort to help families. If you like Succession, then get ready for some real-life American drama as Fox News and potentially Rupert Murdoch head to court. The US TV network is being sued for defamation by Dominion Voting Systems and the trial starts today. Yeah, Alex, this is one of those stories that's been bubbling away for years now, but the moment's finally here. And just to get into a bit of the backstory, after the 2020 presidential election in the US, Fox News started promoting the false claims that Dominion's election machines had somehow rigged the election away from Donald Trump and towards Joe Biden. Now, those claims of election rigging have been proven to be false, and Dominion is claiming in its lawsuit that Fox knew they were lying when they pushed that false narrative. Dominion's asking for a huge payout of 1.6 billion US dollars. That is a lot of US dollars. <laughs> it is a really significant defamation trial, Alice. Mm-hmm. Perhaps the most important one in decades, according to some US legal analysts. The judge in the case has said that Rupert Murdoch and his son Lachlan could even be forced to testify. The trial will last between five and six weeks. Alice, residents in the Pilbara don't need us to tell them this, but the cleanup has begun after Cyclone Ilsa tore through the region. Locals there have started to tally the damage bill. Yeah, Alex, the cyclone made landfall about 100 kilometres north of Port Hedland and it destroyed the Pardu Roadhouse and Tavern. The owner of that roadhouse said that whatever's left of the building will have to be demolished. But residents in Broome and Port Hedland must have been feeling relieved. They avoided the worst of the storm after earlier reports that it could pass through their towns. Yes, the Bureau of Meteorology says that the towns dodged a bullet Mm -hmm. and also that the Category 5 storm has now weakened as it works its way inland. US President Joe Biden has finished what turned out to be quite an emotional trip back to Ireland. The president was there to mark and celebrate his Irish roots, but it was an unplanned encounter in Ireland that brought him to tears. Yeah, Joe Biden was in Ireland to mark the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement, which was the peace agreement that ended 30 years of the Troubles in Ireland. But while he was visiting a Catholic shrine, Biden found out that the priest at the shrine was the same one who administered the last rites to his son, Beau Biden. Beau died of brain cancer back in 2015. Biden insisted on meeting the priest while he was there and they had a 10 minute talk and reports say that Biden apparently laughed and wept. It is quite touching, and Biden later told reporters that it was incredible to see the priest and it had felt like a sign. Perhaps, Alice, the luck of the Irish. (laughs) Alice, this one is straight out of an Alfred Hitchcock film. Scientists in New Mexico have 
have begun turning taxidermied birds into drones. Yes. <laughs> These dead bird drones, Alex, are <laughs> apparently going to be used to study flight and formation of flocks. And the scientists are hoping that the findings could help the aviation industry become more energy efficient in future. And as with all science experiments, do not try this at home. In this case, <laughs> mostly because we just don't need like homemade cyborg birds hovering around the suburbs. <laughs> Let's let's not do that. <laughs> Squiz the day, Alice. And I noticed that our foreign minister, Penny Wong, is going to give a talk at the National Press Club today. So we'll be tuning in to that from about 12.30 Sydney, Melbourne time. Yeah, good one. And also just a quick reminder that you can also get the Squiz as an email if you don't receive that already. You can sign up to our newsletter using the link in the show notes. Have a great Monday, everybody. And we'll be back again tomorrow. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.